what I try to help folks understand is that like when you know your values, number one, that's your foundation. Yeah. If these are your, if those things I just mentioned are your values, everything you do should live inside of that. Right. And if right. you're doing things that are not living inside of those values, that means you are being the person that you, you don't want to be. Welcome to another episode of the Art of Kings podcast show, show dedicated to helping men become all that they are. As always, I'm your host, Sean Stevens, and today we have a very valuable episode with a special guest who I will announce momentarily. But first, if you do not already follow the Art of Kings podcast show, be sure to give us a follow, turn on the notifications so that you can be notified every time we post. We put out valuable episodes every single Tuesday that you do not want to miss. So be sure to follow the podcast. Without further ado, my guest today, author, Coach, speaker, father, Lamar Womble. Lamar, how we doing, bro? I'm good, brother, man. I appreciate you throwing that uh that father in on the back end. Of that. <laughs> it's uh, huge, uh, man. It's huge. It's it's yeah. there's so many milestones that we can that we can, you know, address in the in the introductions, man. I try to I try to just throw in some of the things that are like, huh, what would what would what would you want to hear? But I mean, we could go, we could go on and on and on and on about. Yeah, all day. No, I, I appreciate that because, and, and you probably, I mean, you know, you've seen on my LinkedIn, like it's actually the first thing I have right on there is is professional dad. And I, you know, I think, you know, I, I coach and speak to people about becoming the best version of themselves. And I talked a lot about like, uh, about you are more about who you are versus like what you do. I think LinkedIn kind of makes you kind of say, oh, well, I do this, I do this, I do this. Absolutely. But it's my way of showing on LinkedIn that I don't care what y'all think about me as a speaker. I don't care what you think about me as a coach. I don't think what you think about me as a podcast host. I need you all to know that my number one thing is being a father. Absolutely, bro. And that's kind of, Absolutely. that's the way I do that. Absolutely. And that's so, and, and man, that's like one of the things that we emphasize on here the most. Like beyond all of the accolades and all of the, you know, podcast host, CEO, founder, Blah, 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 blah. I like to talk about, you know, who we are as individuals, you know, what we're passionate about as individuals, what our main focus is on. And so we put a lot of emphasis on, on, you know, fatherhood, on the impact that we want to create as individuals, because that is more consistent in our lives and, you know, more relevant to who we are than just the work that we do. And Absolutely. I really want to, you know, shift the thinking on that. And, 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 you know, it's important for all of our listeners to know that. So. Absolutely. But that being said, man, today's episode is going to be super valuable. So we're talking about emotional breakthroughs, essentially, sure. here. And we'll dive into that in a second. But first, if you want to just give the listeners a little background on yourself, you know, some of what you do. I know you stepped into it briefly, but just to give them a little bit more information on you. Yeah, uh, definitely, y'all. So uh, my name is Lamar Womble. Uh, grew up in Omaha, Nebraska, well, uh, a suburb of Omaha called Bellevue. Uh, went to elementary school, middle school, high school, and college in Nebraska. Uh, graduated with a degree in human resources and um, in 2006. And right around 2005, I decided that uh, I wanted to become a speaker, a motivational speaker, and um, started my company, Passion for Leadership, in 2008. And uh, a while I was, you know, starting my speaking career, um, I went to work for uh, a nonprofit called Inroads, which helped like young black students find internships 
And uh, so I did that. I was a national recruiter for them for four years. And then I went and I was an admissions counselor as well, working um, at my alma mater, uh, doing admissions and, and loved both those jobs. Uh, but at the end of those eight years, uh, it was like 2012, 13 ish. And I was just kind of like, I was ready to do more of the passion work and, and building uh, my business. So I moved to New York uh, and found a job where I could actually help young people build their dreams and build passions and build businesses and mm. nonprofits, which was more aligned with my speaking business. Mm. So from 2013 until like 2019, I did both of those things. Right. Um, I was a dream director and I was a motivational speaker and those two things fit together seamlessly. Uh, in 2019, uh, that company went through some hard times financially, laid off a lot of people. Uh, and that's when I was kind of like, all right, like it's, you know, Michael Buffer, it's time for me to go do my thing. So uh, 2019, I went full-time into speaking, full-time into coaching. And uh, yeah, it's been four years, but two of those four years have been, well, two and a half even been plagued by pandemic. So trying to navigate that while, you yeah. know, to build my business and having a kid all yeah. the time. <laughs> yeah. at the same time. So right. Right. Yeah. Quite the journey, man. Like so, you know, so with all that being said, man, we're gonna jump into into today's episode. It's so, you know, it's so on par with all the things that you speak about, uh, what we want to represent here on the Art of Kings, definitely one component of what we talk about growing into all that we are. And it's so funny when we had our conversation, you know, before this episode, it gave me so much to think about. Um, and we were able to put so many different things that that I've practiced in recent years into into words and to define it as this emotional breakthrough, as we're going to talk about a little bit more, has been like very insightful because, again, it's been able to, you know, we've given words to one of these things that we have to we have to do as men. It's just it's, it's inevitable if we want to get serious about, you know, all of our different things that we're going to be talking about three different, three different topics here being relationships, mentorship, and our careers. Yep. If we're serious about those three things, we're going to have to have what we're defining as this emotional breakthrough. And 100%. so, and so just to, before we jump into uh, the topics and we'll go, we'll go in order here and we'll just talk about each one and we'll talk a little bit about why having that breakthrough is important to build what we're looking to build. But how I'm, how I looked at it after, after our conversation, and you can jump in and, and say your thoughts on yeah. how you looked at it after is for me, I looked at it as getting serious about what you say you want to do, what you aspire to do, no matter what it, you know, no matter what comes with it. Right. Like so many of us are still worried about the look of certain things, the, you know, just 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 a bunch of things that we don't really have to be concerned with. But that breakthrough is saying, you know, what? I don't care about anything. That's not what I look to build. Like I'm getting serious about my career. I'm getting serious about developing to become a stronger man, to be, you know, a stronger leader, a stronger father, you know, and and all the other things are completely irrelevant. And so many of us haven't had that breakthrough and we're still kind of dabbling in like oh these are the things that i dream about these are the things that i want to do but they're yeah. just still being held back by external forces like ah how will this look you know yeah. I, I don't I, I grew up hearing that this wasn't you know this wasn't this is soft or this is that yeah. or 
you know, and so we haven't been able to have that breakthrough and we haven't been able to put our pride and our ego aside. Yeah, to talk really, about it. You know, to really get it done to really take care of business. So, so those are my side. Say yeah. it again. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's, that's my thinking on it, man. So, you know, you could just jump in and, and, and whatever you want to ask that, man, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, so, so I, I love what you're saying because it, it takes a lot of, um, it takes a lot of, putting your pride and ego to the side to receive help. Yeah. It takes a lot of pride and ego to, to putting it to the side to, uh, to face things from your past that are, are challenging. Uh, it takes putting your pride and ego side to, to meet people in the middle and grow where and receive criticism where you don't think you are need to be criticized. Right. It, it yeah. takes, it takes you reducing your ego and your pride to get to all those things and those impact. Right how you receive mentorship, asking for help, yeah. impacts how you uh, love other people in your relationships. And it impacts how you get to the next level in your career, ultimately. And I think it all takes a reduction and like thinking that you are that dude all the time and also yeah. thinking that you don't need help. Yeah. Uh, knowing that we all do. So uh, I think, you know, what we're getting ready to dive into is like perfect. And I, you know, you talked about breakthroughs and I, and I, I wanted to talk about breakthroughs in, in two ways real quick. Yeah. Um, because I think, you know, when I think about breakthroughs, I think about it mostly emotional, uh, mm -hmm. but I also think about like the light, the light bulb, when the light bulb goes off and you're like, oh, if I can do this, then I can get to this. Right. right? And so, you know, a lot of men, black men, I think we, we all got some emotional breakthrough work to do. Um, yeah. And I know for me, that started with my father and and him and I being able to have a conversation when I was 32, I'm 39 now. So about seven years ago. Um, so my parents are, are, are been married for almost 40 years, 40 years, 41 years this year, actually. Mm -hmm. uh, but when, when I was 14, my mom was like, I think we're going to get divorced. You know, we and I had that conversation. Mm -hmm. And in my mind, what I said to myself was like, oh, he must have cheated on her. That's why they're going to get divorced. Right. Yeah. So from the time I was 14 until I was 32, I was basically mad at my, my dad, like didn't mm -hmm. want to talk to him, didn't have an emotional connection to him, never told him I loved him, didn't want to call the house and speak to him. Like it was it was pretty bad. Even right. though they were still together, he was still in the house. I, I we had no relationship, essentially, because because of that one conversation. Mm -hmm. um, and so I knew in order for me to, like, become the best version of me uh, just in life. I had to overcome that emotional setback, that trauma right. of that, that conversation. And so uh, how many black men got that? Yeah. And so many. <laughs> and we don't know, we don't want to face it. We scared to face it. Don't know how to face it. Too tough to face it. Don't want to be soft to face it. Don't want to cry to face it. Yeah. But that's the only way you heal. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's so crazy because there's so many, there's so many people who I know are listening and hear things like this and say like, man, like I don't need to do that. Like I'm fine without this particular relationship. And when I hear things like that, man, like, like, you know, you know, the, you know, the quote, like how you do one thing is how you do everything, of course. Yep. Yes. Right. And so you're the listeners who are thinking that are thinking like, it's just about their, your relationship with you and your father, but it's so much bigger than that because you're walking through life holding that negativity 
And that's going to trickle down into so many other components Everyone. of your life. And Everyone. people don't people don't realize that, man. You can't walk around with, you know, unsolved issues right. and just holding negativity and and think that it's it's okay because it's only one, you know, facet of your life that you you're not really concerned with. But nah, bro, it it, it impacts all your relationships to come forward, your career, all the things that, yeah. you know. So into into that point, right? You can certainly do both. You can yeah. certainly carry burden and carry the weight of of that relationship right. or lack thereof and go live your life. You can certainly do that. Yeah. But you can also live a burden-free life. <laughs> and what I can tell you of experiencing the two, yeah. <laughs> that the weight that came off when I had that conversation with my dad, it brother, it felt like a, a million pounds came off my body. Right. You don't know it until you actually have it, until you actually absolutely Absolutely. Um, and, and that was the game change for me, like emotionally to break through that mm. to get to the other side of that was like the the greatest moment of my life, arguably. Yeah. Because it just freed me up to not only be able to tell that story mm. to other people right. like I did, but if it, it freed it, it, it made me be like, you know what, if something happens to my father, I don't have to carry this if because we fixed it. We saw yeah. we changed our relationship and we're not best friends now, but we are like night and day what it was and it feels so much better in life to just operate um and walk through life that way and you know i think the other breakthrough is just like when you when you don't know what you don't know and and you get presented with something new and you're like oh okay i can use that and let me try to use that and I, i'll give you a perfect example is like i never believed in like sales like i hated sales like i i probably i'm probably like 10 years behind where I should be in my speaking career because I'd never set up like a sales funnel or I never hired out anybody to do sales for me to make sales calls, cold emails, all that. I never did it. And then my boy was like, bro, you slacking. You got to do this, this, and this. It don't take much. He's like, cause, cause here's what I was focused on because I don't like doing sales. I assume that everyone else doesn't like doing, getting, receiving sales. Yeah. And can I can I just interject really quickly? Because yeah, I, I just want to shout out your friend for, for saying that to you, man, because that's another thing. We don't always like going back to that pride and ego and always thinking like, you know, you on top of it. And it's important to have a solid group around you. Yep. Going to make sure that you always, you know, uh, at your highest at your highest level. A lot of us don't want to have a lot of us don't want to have friends who are going to call us out. Who, who are going to call say, Telling you what you don't what you need to hear. Yeah, exactly. So and I just want to shout that out real quick. But what helps in that though, and it helps, you got to find people that have been in places that you want to go because you will respect their opinion and what they have to say probably a tad more than somebody who's like at your level. Right. And this guy is like, he's a peer of mine, but right. certainly has done things from a business perspective that I've never done. Absolutely. So I'm like, I'm I'm ears wide open, and I'm also going to be like, well, I don't really want to do it. I'm gonna do it my way, but the idea I need to take. Yep. And I think that's where we can find that middle ground. It's like you can still do your idea your way, sure. but you got to take this advice and utilize it. Um, and I think you can have breakthroughs there too. Right. Absolutely. And so, you know, just to just to piggyback off of everything that we just said, we'll talk about how important these breakthroughs are, just for relationships in general, right? We look to build, we look to build healthy relationships, whether that's, you know, with our partner, our spouse, 
you know, in business, uh, just connections with with friends and everything, uh, because they're all extremely important, you know, for what most of us are are looking to build and carrying that, you know, that that baggage and and not having these breakthroughs where you're still concerned about all of these things that really don't matter. They really don't exist. They're only really they you only they're only in your life because you're focused on them. Like if you just were to focus on everything you're looking to build, man, you know, I can say it from a personal uh from from my personal experience, man, it's just so like you said, so liberating to say, you know what, like I don't care about all of this other stuff, man. I just want to focus on what I'm passionate about, what I really look to build. It's so liberating. And so with that being said, man, our relationships are one are are huge. And if you just want to talk a little bit more about, you know, the the significance of having solid relationships, what that can mean for, you know, just for us as men, uh, yeah. and you can go wherever, you know, you can go wherever you want with, with that one. Yeah. So I, I'll start with this because this is, this is like foundational to everything that we will talk about uh, on like, how, how do you determine what you do care about? Right. right. And, and so I, obviously there's the things that we love, things that we're passionate about. That's, that's the obvious one, but like the things that aren't so obvious, right. Um, when you, when you are a young person, 20, 22, 23, and you're like trying to learn yourself, you like, actually, you really are just trying to figure who you are out. Right. And then on top of that, you got social media and your peers on there, just throwing all kinds of, you should be doing this and you should be doing that. And your life should look like this. And your life should look like this, doing all that mixing, that mixing, mingling, that jumbling. Like, it's hard to navigate through that. Yeah. Um, and so what I help people do is, is in order to become the greatest version of yourself, there's, there's three things that you got to do. Uh, we talked about the one is that you got to discover your passion. That's, that's number one, because that's like a, a, a North star. Yep. You can always guide yourself, no matter what's going on in your life. If you know you're passionate about fitness, go do that and go do as much of that as you possibly can. Yep. Right. And at, at minimum. Um, but the other two things are. Um, getting over your emotional, your traumas and your challenges, right? That's, we talked yeah. a little bit about that. Um, and then the other, the other thing is like leading yourself and how do you lead yourself? Mm. You know who you are by understanding what your values are, right? right. Like we took our values show up a lot in how we act right. and our behavior, but we can't really put words to what our values are. And what I help people do is put words to who they are. Yeah. You, ask of, you ask a lot of young people, like, who are you? they'll respond with what they do. Like, oh, I'm a basketball player. They'll say their name. They'll say, oh, I'm a cheerleader, whatever. Instead of saying like, oh, I love my family. Uh, I love education. I value community. And I love health. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so what I try to help folks understand is that like, when you know your values, number one, that's your foundation. Yeah. If these are your, if those things I just mentioned are your values, everything you do should live inside of that. Right. And if right. you're doing things that are not living inside of those values, that means you are being the person that you you don't want to be. Mm. Period. Yeah. You yep. have more than four values. Yeah. <laughs> of but course. And man, that's, that's important. And man, and that is that's that's like the breakthrough right yeah, there. That's how you that's narrow it. down. Yep. That's the breakthrough right there. So, guys, if you're not taking notes on this, <laughs> you really need to, because that right there, again, 
that's the breakthrough. Like, and we're talking about relationships right now. And, and, and it's interesting because I was having a, this, this came to my mind recently as I was just like thinking about this episode and like uh, a, a few months back or it was, it was a while ago. I don't, I don't remember the exact time, but this girl was, uh, she was, we were talking and she asked me my opinion about something. I think it was like a picture. And she was like, she was like, do you like how such and such, like such and such looks. And I was like, I was like, mm, I was like, it's cool, but I'm not really into, I'm not really into like all this, like makeup and all the extra stuff. Like I, I told her, I was like, I'm not really, I'm not really into that. And she goes, and she goes, yeah, 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 you like all natural and blah, blah, blah. She said it like extremely like mocking and sarcastically. And yeah. I was, I just, I was so confused. I remember I was so confused because I'm like, I'm like, why would, I couldn't understand why any girl would, would say, would be so like, would respond that way about a guy saying that they preferred them naturally. You know what I'm saying? And so I was just so confused about that. And I've been confused for the longest, like, but just recently, as I've been on social media more, and I believe this was before we actually started the recording, you know that I, I just got on social media relatively recently. But this conversation was before I was on social media. But now that I'm on social media, I think I can understand it a little bit more because I'm like, man, all the time when I have conversations with guys, they're always to say, oh, yeah, the, the you know, the girl that I look to marry is, you know, natural and this, that and the third and does that and Okay, so I'm like, oh, cool. So I'm thinking we're on the same page, but now I'm on social media. And bro, you see people's names next to all these accounts of these like Instagram models with, you know, yeah. all the, I don't, I don't want to, you know, say anything. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. Think your features because I'm yeah. not trying to, I'm not trying to call anybody out, but I'm like, bro, are these the, are these the people that we're talking about? Like, right. and so I just, I bring it up in this conversation because it's like, are we we're not walking in our values even on something as simple as that man like we're over here talking about the right. types of girls the type of women that we want to be with but yet the women that are getting the most attention and all of that are not represent are not representations of that so it right. is one of those little things that you know you could think about and and easily and about, are you walking in your in your truths and in your value even on something as simple as that bro yep and, and that's and that's exactly it across every area of your life you look at your values and be like, is this person representative of the values that I believe? And, and listen, every person you meet, every uh, relationship that you enter into, they don't have to be, right? They don't have to be completely aligned, but right. are they somebody that is either adding value or are they subtracting from you or they align with who you are, right? And that's the evaluation. And so as you build relationships, you got to decide, are the people that you want to deal with similar to you in those ways that are most important? Right. right. And I know for me, like I'm I, I'm a community builder. Right. Um, and so I go out looking to build community wherever I'm at. But be, just because you're in my community don't mean that me and you are are tight. And yeah. I reserve that for I reserve that for uh, not only people that are saying share similar values to me, but I reserve that for people that love me without me having to chase them down for their love. And I think what we get caught up in in this environment that we're in, social media in particular, uh, Instagram models, is that we go chasing what we think is like the baddest and the hottest and the, and the most important, as opposed to looking at your life and saying, who are the people that already love me? All right. This is like friendships and romantic relationships. Right. Who's already showing up for me that I'm like, I'm just overlooking because I want, I think I want something else so bad. Bro, 
right? And that's the game. Yeah, it's so real. And man, like when we talk about impact, bro, like and I and I'm always I'm a huge, you know, I'm a huge dreamer and I and and you know, you have to be. It's so important, right? So when I think about these things, I think about what it would look like on a large scale, right? If the art of kings reached millions and millions of men and they're all listening and like, oh, let me let me follow my values, let me stop, you know, let me stop doing things that are outside of my values. How would that how would how would the social media space even begin to start looking what are the going to be the things that have become popular what are you know what i'm saying like when we talk about impact that's real man that's real and and this is what we're striving for you know with the, through the work that we do we're striving to obviously help men grow into all that they are and be the strongest and best versions of themselves but you know the impact that that can have is 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 crazy and i you know i just wanted to throw that in there because it's huge man and and we're all about we're all about the impact here. And I haven't even, I honestly, like, to your point, that's the flip side of how you hold yourself accountable inside of your values. The flip side is, like, what deciding what is the legacy and the impact you want to have. And what you just said, I haven't even thought, what could social media look like if if men walked in their values on social media? I, yo. I haven't even, like, I haven't even had that thought in my mind. Crazy, man. Like, that's crazy to think about. But imagine if every dude knew, every man knew the impact that they wanted to have and they lived in their values and they knew their impact and they just lived. And everything I do is, is answering these two questions. Yo. I live into my values and am I making the impact that I want to have? Imagine what your life could be if you had the future and the foundation figured mm, out. It's powerful, bro. Yeah. So powerful, man. And so with that being said, I'm just gonna leave that there and let's just hop into this next one really quickly. Let's just talk about mentorship yep. really briefly. And I can start a little bit talking about my experience with mentorship because like a lot of other men, you know, it's not something that we that we think about. Just just period. It's not something that we think about. And for me, and and you know the story a little bit, but I was never I was never a fan of mentorship, of of hearing anybody else's thoughts on anything, because the way that I grew up, man, like I grew up with, you know, people around me weren't on the same page as me. You know, I wanted to grow things. I wanted to become the best version of myself. I wanted to have impact. You know, I wanted to, you know, just be the strongest version of myself possible. And a lot of people around me, you know, weren't on that. They weren't on that. And 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 so when I would share things when I was younger about, you know, what I'm doing and and what I aspire to do, it wouldn't be met with the energy that I was looking to, to, to have. Nothing valuable was given to me when I was like, this is what I want to build. This is what I want to do. No help, nothing like that. So I had to essentially just take care of business on my own. And just, I just locked in just straight tunnel vision, just by myself. And, you know, I've been able to, you know, grow to a certain, to a certain point like that. And, and, you know, continue to grow, of course, but once you hit a certain point, you start to realize, A, I'm not necessarily around those types of people anymore. That's number one. And and B, you know, this is going to be beneficial for me to move forward even further. Maybe not even just in my career like how it was before, but just even like we said, maybe in my relationships, man, because it's not at that point, it's not just about career, but it's about man, like I actually am pretty closed off even when it's not pertaining to my career. Like right. it started, this started with me just being locked in because I'm so focused on what I want to build, but how are my relationships, just my friendships going and and stuff like that. And so mentorship for me, man, and, and actually the, 
the last podcast episode with Brian Winston. That was one of my first times. He was one of the first people who I've ever had a coaching session with. And when we had our session, <laughs> he kind of, he coached me without telling me that he was going right. to coach. <laughs> that's that's then, a good coach. Yeah, that's a great coach. And so, and so at the end of the conversation, he goes, you know, those are what my coaching sessions look like. Right. And I'm like, dog, like, right, got you. let's schedule another one. <laughs> right. And so, yeah. so that's huge for me. And, and, you know, and cause reading has also been huge for me and everything. And yeah. it's been amazing to see like, you know, other people who are authors and who write books, like, man, I could just have conversations with them when I, cause now I'm in spaces, you know, where I can, where I've been able to meet, you know, other authors and people who, who, who have value to give like yourself even. And I can go like, man, like we can have conversations and I, I really can learn from this person. And that's what mentorship has looked like, man. It doesn't always for me, at least in my journey has had to have been like, you know, such a formal, right. Such a formal, you know, relationship, like, oh, you're my mentor, but no, like you have the time to like speak. I want to tell you about some of my ideas, hear yep. some of your thoughts. Uh, you know, how did this work for you? These are a couple of different questions. And just cause I consider them, you know, mentors, they might not even know that they've been a mentor right. for me, yeah. you know, but that's in my true. mind, I'm like, this is somebody I want to learn from. And so that's been huge for me moving forward, man. Cause without, you know, having those conversations with all different kinds of people who have all done work in certain spaces that I want to, you know, become better. And it's been huge for me growing the podcast, growing beyond athletics, all of that. And so, so that's kind of my journey with it, but yeah. You know, well, well there. listen, right. You, you know, when we spoke, you know, pre-episode, we were, you know, we were kind of talking about just like what the experience was being younger and black and get and, and what and how old has normally do it, right? Like it's a lot of like pull your pants up, do this, do that, do it this way, right? And and you know, that's what turned me off to mentorship early on, similarly. And I know you were saying that it was more like you were going to things getting the wrath of the majority when you weren't in the majority of what Absolutely. people were behaving like or acting like. And so you felt like, well, they're not even here for me because like, I'm actually doing what I'm supposed to do. So this ain't for me. Right. Um, and I felt similarly, like, I'm like, bro, I'm here. I'm suited up. Yeah. I go to college. We all go to college. Like we got these, inter we got these internships. We got professional jobs. Like why are y'all on our necks about stuff that we're actually doing? Right. Um, it's, that's that shit frustrated me, bro. Like it really did, no. um, and so uh, it, it really turned me off to mentorship all through my twenties. And I didn't really find a mentor until you know somebody who called themselves a servant leader. Mm. Yeah, was the was the CEO of the the eight the speaking agency that I work with now, and he was the first one that really was like come to this thing and you should learn. You'll learn. Come, yeah. come back. You'll learn. Come back to this thing. You'll learn. Right. Um, he was the first one that like actually was like investing in right. me as opposed to trying to tell me what to do. Mm. And yeah. that, that's when I was like, okay, this dude cares. And that's, and that was the main difference. Like from when I was younger, when I was, I was like, not that they didn't care. It just didn't feel like they cared. Right. They just wanted to tell me what to do and how to do it. Right. Um, and so, yeah. And, and I also add this and my, over the course of my life, my greatest ongoing mentors have been black women. Mm. I will, I would be 
foul, remiss, whatever bad word you want to use, if I get out here and act like black women, Salome, Hiralima, Eleanor, Jewel, Joyce Cooper, Ashira Jones, if I were to get out here and act like that, black women did not guide me to at least 85% of where I'm at. Yeah. At minimum. That's so powerful, bro. And I love that you threw that in there because, you know, like I look to... My mom. Have, yeah, bro. Like <laughs> I look to have some black women on the podcast. Yeah. And I look to have, you know, just other people aside from aside from the typical, not that there's like a you know, one category for the kind of guests that I've had, but I I want to have so many different kinds of, of individuals on the podcast because yes, we are here for you know, to, to grow as men, but we are not so one dimensional, man. Like there is so much value that we can get from just so many, if you, you wouldn't believe the kinds of where my, where I draw my inspiration from, bro, like from so many different, from so many different places, like you wouldn't even, you, you, you would say like, how do these things connect? How does this connect with business? Like, why do you draw inspiration from there? How can you, how can you learn from, you know, a black woman on, you know, something that, you know, pertains to you as, as a man doing such and such. And, you know, so I say that to say, I look to have more, more guests because again, we're not so one dimensional. And if we can really have valuable conversations in these spaces, you, we can all see like, wow, like there's so much that I'm, that I'm missing out on not having these conversations, not being exposed to these kinds of things. And so, that's huge, man. And so, again, that's that's kind of mentorship for you. Um, it's it's huge for us in our journey, just developing as men, being the strongest versions of ourselves that we want to be. Yeah. And we can use that kind of to segue into the last into the last topic, which is our career growth. And and I say we can use that to segue because, for me personally, mentorship has been one of those things that have helped me throughout my career, you know, starting again, like I said, the podcast beyond athletics, just, you know, a bunch of different uh, things in the career space and that breakthrough that allowed me to receive that mentorship, that breakthrough that allowed me to do things to prioritize my company and all that. Like, honestly, even for the podcast, bro, like I told you, like I'm from the South Bronx and you know, the way I came up and everything, like, nobody's podcasting like that. Nobody's, you know, <laughs> nobody's, nobody's doing these things. Like, and, and again, like how I grew up, especially around, around me, like, you know, so I, for, for me to, for me to jump into having a podcast and, and to really just focus directly on my passions. Like, I don't care what anybody, like, I don't care what anybody from the block thinks. I don't care about any, you know, any of this. I want to get out. I want to get this value out there because this is what I'm passionate about. This is what needs to be said. And I'm going to push it out there regardless. That's career. But man, the breakthrough that I had to have for that has been, has been huge. And so, you know, that's, that's kind of one of the things and the same thing for beyond athletics, but for my career. And so if you, you want to just jump in, you've always, so, I mean, you've, it's clear from just talking to you, like you've always kind of been someone who has been fairly ambitious from the jump. What what would your advice be to, and and I think some of the things that we've talked about could help. Uh, What is your advice to 
17-year-old kid in the South Bronx now that that has similar aspirations, but they're like, you know, they keep getting pulled in. Yeah. By friends, yeah. by the street, by you know, whatever that's pulling them in, that's like not letting them break out of that. What 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 would you think now is the advice? Mm, yeah, man. So obviously mentorship well, is one and also yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I could say one of the main things is going to be number one, be yourself mm. all the time, bro. All the time, be yourself because especially in the South Bronx and I'm sure in other you know na- similar neighborhoods, the the issue is that so many people are are trying to be are trying to be a certain way, are trying to be uh, different all by the same means. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody's trying to everybody's trying to show that they get money or something right. like that through drug dealing, through hustling, through this, that, and the third, bro. And that's how they're trying to show that they're different, but everybody's, you know, really just end up being or is ending up being the same or or having that. So number one, just being yourself, bro. Like besides even like before you even jump into your career work and before you even know exactly, you know, what it is that you want to jump into, bro, walk in the things that you know right now that you're into and that you love. And because the impact that you can have just by doing that, bro, like I can't tell you how many times just from me being interested in the things that I was interested in. And, you know, I hooped and everything like, you know, you, you, you know that, but like beside like things outside of that, things that I, you know, loved outside of that, man, just walking in those things. So many people have come to me like, yo, bro, like what's, what's this that you, that you, that you're listening to? What's this that you reading and stuff like that. And I can't tell you how many conversations I've had that people have walked away, like dapping me up, like, yo, bro, like, Yo, you just you just put me on to some game like you just did this, that and a third, bro. And so many people are scared to do like I read books on the train, bro. Like hey, people yeah, don't realize. Yeah, cats ain't doing that. <laughs> bro, people don't realize, especially bro, in high school. I'm bro. I was bro. I told you, like, I'm the captain of my varsity basketball team in high school and everything. Like people have this super like crazy perception of me. But like, bro, I'm taking a train through the South Bronx going to school. And I'm on a book reading, like I'm on a train reading a book, bro. And like people don't realize that, you know, I used to do stuff like that. And just having that, just being so out there and like, nah, bro, like this is what I'm passionate about, has has continued to not only help me become more comfortable with being uncomfortable, but it's it's given me the the confidence to be like, I can just be myself throughout, you know, whatever, whatever the situation is. And so, you know, that's 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 the first thing that I'd say. And I'll, I'll just leave it at that because I can go in for for, for so sure. long. But that's the thing. Like, do at, listen, because once you once you crack the code 16, 17 of of dealing with all the outside pressure and still being able to kind of come out as yourself, you're good for sure. Like you yeah. you're definitely good. Like you, you might get pulled in some other stuff later on down the road. But like for the most part, if you can come out. You, you'll be able to be yourself. And I, that's why I wanted to know, like, what do kids need to do? Like, you're saying to them, like, y'all need to go 120% into your passions. Yo. Part of the things that you love. You need, and I'm saying that, like, you got to know your values. And when you know your values and you know what your passions are, you can live in between those two things to kind of fight out the outside pressure that might be pulling you into something that's not you. Yo, it's not even about bad doing. It's not even about doing bad things. It's doing things that aren't you. 
Exactly, bro. That's the that's the main thing. And and you know, you just saying that really quickly. I just want to throw in this 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 one other thing that just came to my mind, and I'm gonna keep it really brief so we can continue, man. But but we had an episode on this creating your own environment, bro. Mm -hmm. Like I want to tell, I would tell that kid, your environment is not just where you are physically located, bro. Mm -hmm. Like that was a huge discovery for me. You can create your own environment, bro. Like you don't understand how sacred of a space my bedroom was, bro. Like how sacred of a space, like my headphones were to me, bro. Like what I was taking in while I'm walking down the street, while I'm, you know, like I'm listening to podcasts, I'm listening to good music. Like my favorite rapper is Nas. And like, I love, (laughs) (laughs) like, like I love R&B. Like I love all these different things, but I'm listening to positive things, bro. Yeah. So my my view and and like, you know, I wasn't on social media, bro. Like, so my view on things isn't like I don't even want to use the word tainted, but like I'm not looking at things in in, in ways that other people are looking at them, bro. I'm only taking in positive things. Yep. I'm, you know what I'm saying? And so I that's that very practical. Yeah, exactly. I, so I just wanted to leave with something very practical, bro. Just taking more positivity because yeah. no matter where you are, you can be in control to a certain degree of. The yeah, that makes taking. a lot of sense. That makes yeah. a lot of sense. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, bro. So, you know, that's exactly what I would leave with them. And so, you know, we just talked about career a little bit. And I think all of this goes into goes into career, because if we're talking about career, man, it's always it always comes down to building what you're passionate about, doing what you're passionate about. And to put <laughs> to put to put our to put our pride and ego and all that stuff aside to just completely focus on what we're passionate about. That is, you know, that is our career in a sense. That is, that is boosting our career forward by doing these simple yet hard or simple yet difficult things, things to do. And well, so, and, and I think, you know, career wise, and I think the best advice I can probably give in a short amount of time yeah. is that, you know, a lot of times the things that we want to do, that we want to build, things that we want to create, these things aren't going to make money immediately. Yeah. Uh, and so what I would tell anybody is like, if you got like a, a passion grind that you're focused on, the reality is that you probably gonna have to have a full-time job somewhere along the line. And so you got to work that full-time job, eight to five, nine to five, six, whatever. And then you got to come home and you got to get to it. You got to come home from 7.38 till 1, 2 in the morning, do your grind, get your six, seven hours of sleep, get up and do it again. And, you know, I don't care what nobody says. Like, that's what I did. Even a lot of people have to do it that way. Like when I was 24, 25, like I was coming home for at least a year straight. I would go to work and I would come home and I would just work from like eight to two in the morning. I would just do it, do it, do it. Build my programs, build my speech. Like that's what it takes. And so practical is, do both because your your full-time job can, should, and probably can fund the passion thing. Yeah. You actually want to do more of your time on, but that's it just takes time and you got to know that. Man, the 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 grind is it's real, bro. It's real. And I'll just add on to that really quickly before we end. The love that you have to have to do something like that is yes. another thing that's real. And that's why you have to prioritize your mental health, your whole physical, mental, spiritual diet, because your passion work is, is for most people, is helping others. It's your passion to, to 
to spark change and to have impact. And that's always a selfless act. And so if you're still walking around thinking like, oh, like nobody's looking out for me. I'm not looking out for anybody else. Uh, uh, this, that, and the third. But you're not going to be motivated to yeah. make actual change and to have actual impact, man. So and receive what's meant for you. Yeah, exactly. You ain't going to receive what's meant for you because you closed off to other things in your life. You're just not going to get it. That's a fact, bro. So with all that being said, man, it's a great episode. Be sure to go back, listen to everything that we said. And Lamar, just leave a couple of different places where they can find you, get in contact with you, see your work. And uh, I'll leave it in the description as well. Yeah. Uh, all social media platforms, LinkedIn, mostly LinkedIn, TikTok, Instagram, uh, Lamar Womble at Lamar Womble. You can find me on all those. And then, um, yeah, passionforleadership.com, Lamar Womble coaching, depending on what you need. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. All right. Sounds good, bro. I'll leave all of that in the description for them to find it. That well, means that, it. For sure. For sure. With that being said, that concludes today's episode of the podcast. Peace, Art of Kings family. Thank you for listening to today's episode. As a listener of the Art of Kings podcast show, we ask that you do three things to help us further our mission and reach as many men as possible. First, if you feel it is appropriate, please leave us a five-star review as it would greatly help with our ratings and help to get the podcast out to more people. Second, if you don't already, please follow us on Instagram at underscore Art of Kings underscore. That is the official community for the Art of Kings podcast show where you can interact with other listeners of the podcast and receive special updates about future guests, as well as future episodes. Finally, please send the podcast directly to three people who you feel could benefit from our messages. The Art of Kings is a movement intended to help us men become all that we were meant to be, all that our families need us to be, and all that the universe calls us to be. If you find our episodes valuable, please send the podcast over to three people with the hopes of spreading the message and furthering the movement. With that being said, I hope you enjoyed today's episode, and we'll see you next week. Peace. Oh,